Apple has announced the keynote. Oh, what a surprise. Oh, is that breaking? So now starts the frantic checking of our inboxes, right? To just hope that we have been considered worthy enough to get an invite, right? Do you do that? Come on. Give me the press invite. Do you do that? Yeah, do you ever do it? Do you ever check just to see? Oh no, no. And I, and I You never check? No, because I don't think in a million billion years I'll get a I'll get a press invite. I always check just in case. Oh no. Like I, I just I, go to my inbox and I check it. And I know it's never gonna happen, but one day it could, and then imagine, right? Oh, imagine. Imagine all those people, all those happy podcasters. Uh no, I, I if I thought that there was even a shred of a possibility for me to get a press pass to to the keynote. I would be mm-hmm. obsessively checking. I would dry, I would figure out where the data center is for my email provider right. and drive closer to it so I could know that much sooner whether or not I've but gotten this, a pass. This isn't obsessive checking is what I'm saying is I just go to my inbox and refresh it and it's not there and then I get sad and walk away again. But wouldn't it be, though, just so amazing oh, if I was to receive that invite during the recording of our oh, show? Oh, my word, that, that would wonderful? be tremendous. Oh, that would just starts crying. Right, and, and then that's that. But oh, no, we, the, I, it is another year. But you're going anyway. Correct. You're seeing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I told you. I think I've told you this. I don't know if I said this anywhere or not. But um, WWDC 2019 is where I will begin trying to buy a pass. Interesting. I don't think you did tell me I that. I just want to go one time. I want to be in a keynote one time. Um, and I kind of left it to the point where it was like, well, I feel like I've left it to, for a significant enough period of time that I, I have no connection with Apple PR. I mean, I haven't really particularly tried to get one, um, but it's, you know, that sort of thing. It doesn't necessarily look like it's on the horizon for me, right? Like, mm. it, it just doesn't feel that way, right? It's like, okay, whatever, but like, it just doesn't feel that this is a thing that's going to happen with me. And I've mostly made my peace with that now because I think I've said this a few times, there are a lot of benefits I find for me for not being at press events uh, because I remain kind of like the person on the outside who's been reading all the news and all that kind of stuff. But just as a pure ticket off the bucket list, I Yep. I wanna I wanna go to a keynote one day. I wanna be in the in the audience of an Apple keynote. So I figured the only way I can do that is to buy my way in, right? Like, that's the only mm-hmm. way I know I can do it. And the way that you do that is by plonking down, what is it, $1,500? $1,599. And I will get the pass, and I will make use of it that year. I'll go to a bunch of sessions, right? So I'm not going to waste it. Like, I'll go to a bunch of sessions and do kind of like a little bit of what Federico has done uh, last year where he went to a bunch of sessions, watched a bunch of videos and stuff, and then was teaching me and Stephen something every week, which <laughs> was very good. But then I will make sure to do that. So it's like my my pass wasn't waste, wasted. Um, but, you know, I feel like it's not the worst thing in the world to just try and do it one time. Yeah, I figure there are other people that do it. I've, I've held off. I've not done it for years. But at this point, I really, I, I really want do i really want to see an event at some point so that's going to be a plan for me maybe starting next year but wwdc this is a trans segue uh into talking about wwdc because this is the last time that me and you will be releasing an episode before the worldwide developers conference that Mm, occurs mm -hmm. in san jose in june uh it is another um element in the summer of mike as i have dubbed it 
where uh, I get to see all my friends multiple times over the summer. We have my bachelor party, we have WWDC, and then we have the wedding coming up. So that's great. Um, I'm very happy to be seeing everybody. Uh, what are you looking forward to aside from seeing me? Uh, naturally seeing you and stroking mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. fine, fine beard of yours. Um, no, it's I going to be cut the day before. It's going to be fresh. Oh, even better. Even better. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm not sure. I've been thinking, also thinking a lot lately about what do I expect for WWDC this year? Not only because it's something I think about because I'm a nerd, but also because I have to talk about it next week on ATP. And I don't know. And I think it was Cortex that you and you and uh, Gray were talking about how it was, what did Gray call it? Like the summer of tumbleweed or something like that, or the year uh, of tumbleweed? He was kind of just like, the, the t- it's basically referring to it as tumbleweeds. Like he called last year, like the apology event. And then this one is mm-hmm. just like a tumbleweed event. Yeah. And I don't have any real obvious answers for what they're going to release this year and what they're going to talk I about. I think that there's a good thing in that, right? Like, just, again, like, as this could all change yeah, by the do. time you're hearing this, dear listeners, but as it stands right now, the only information that has been leaked is just, like, very high-level stuff, mostly, right? Like, of the multiple year of cycle. There's there's kind of, like, no concrete links of it, leaks of any kind, which yes. is yeah. super interesting, right? Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what comes of this. And I say that every year. And every year I feel like I've I've been less and less confident what is coming. And I think that's in part because there's been fewer and fewer leaks. And I think it's also because there's less less obvious low-hanging fruit, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. oh, of course this is the year they're going to put cellular on the watch, you know, which wasn't a WWDC thing, if memory serves. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this, it feels like this is the time for cellular on the watch. And now that we have that, like, what's next for the watch? You would think it would be time for a watch face, but who knows? You know, they've been resistant to it so far. Um, yeah, a lot of the features are things that people want but don't necessarily feel like a home run. Exactly. Right? Like, 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 as you gave a good example of, like, cellular, but... Like they, they don't necessarily feel uh, like there's anything out there which is like, oh, that's so obvious until we see it. And then we say, oh, that's so obvious. Exactly. Exactly right. But uh, as RHL underscore underscore points out in the chat, there are no best I love you leaks as yet, Mm-mm. which is too bad. <laughs> We're in deep cuts today. <laughs> deep cuts of Real FM shows. It's not that deep. It was just a, last week, wasn't it? No, but like in that, we, there's just many references oh, being go. made yeah. right now. Episode 193 of Connected is where I will point you to to understand what best I love you means, um, <laughs> if you don't know. That best comma I love you. Such a good segment. Such a good so segment. Good. So anyway. what, are you, uh, what are you looking forward to? What are the things that are, you're really looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing my uh, younger brothers, which happens for me. This is now becoming a tradition because it's the... How do you and Jason define it? It's, it's the second time I'm doing it, so it's the second annual. Is that correct? I don't define it in any way. Jason defines it. I don't know how it okay. works. The, this comes up because I don't know what how to work that out. See, another Relay show we're now talking about. Upgrade on Relay FM. What are you Apparently, doing this today? is sponsorship hour, sponsored by Casey. Um, but anyway, uh, I guess maybe it's the first annual because it's the second time it's happened. It doesn't matter. But the point is, I'm going to see uh, my immediate younger brother who lives in the LA area. And then my youngest hmm. brother, there's three of us, um, he lives in San Diego. And my understanding is he's going to take the train up to the middle brother. I'm flying to the middle brother, and we're all going to hang out for about a day on Saturday. Is that before? Mm-hmm. That's on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, so I'll fly out Saturday, 
and go see them, which is really great. Um, and then Sunday morning, I fly up to San Jose from the LA nice. area. Yeah, yeah, me and Federico, are, we, we're going to arrive on Saturday, as we always do now. We like to get in a little bit earlier, so then when people actually start arriving, we're in a half-decent shape, right? Yeah. Um, but we had a thing where our flight got canceled, which was fun. Oh, uh, neat. Yeah. The, the, we, the, San Jose, the London to San Jose flight just got straight up canceled, and we got rebooked. We're going through San Francisco now. Um, I had no idea just how close SFO actually is. Like, we'll get a lift or something. It's like a 30-minute drive, which is not that bad. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a bunch of cities where the airport for that city is that far away, right? Like, it's like that in London. In London, it's like an hour like for, to, <laughs> to get to the airports into the center. Yeah, yeah. And Austin was a solid 15 to 30 minutes if you were doing it during anyone's waking hours, you know, so... Oh, the, but when, for Austin, for me, it was like five minutes. It was like super close, but it was trafficy. But, you know, again, we might hit traffic, right? I actually don't know off the top of my head what time we land, but we'll just be in the back of a car and it won't be a problem. Yeah. Um, but that was fun to wake up to one morning. I can only imagine. Um, I had like a, t- a bunch of emails from the airline and like 25 text messages from Chris <laughs> Harris because he was on the same flight. <laughs> I mean, bless him. He was trying to alert me to this, right? Like I was sleeping or whatever. We didn't see Chris um, last year, did we? Uh, now I'm looking forward to seeing Chris because I don't remember having seen him last year. I don't think he was there last year. That's oh, that's excellent. Oh, that's really great. But like, you know, I know I, I actually had a bunch of friends that were on that flight and everyone's doing different things. Like some people coming in earlier, some people were changing to a different destination and that's what we did. But I didn't want to arrive any earlier. It's too it's too much hassle. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing that I'm obviously looking forward to the most um, is our live show, the which we're putting on, which I am very excited about very nervous about at the same time right it's the largest audience by like a factor of two that we that i've ever uh performed in front of is like 530 people or something in the theater that we're in that's awesome but the have you have you seen what the theater looks like no i don't think so and to be clear when you say we you mean steven and you and federico that is not going to be a live analog recording unfortunately yeah it's a a royal way it's because it's more than that it's it's there's going to be me, Steven, uh, Federico, Jason Snell, and Serenity Caldwell. That's the group that's making up the double bill that we've got. We're putting like a double bill on in the show. Oh, that so is big. split into two parts. But the thing is, is this venue is smaller than your venue, but I think it will feel bigger inside right. because it's that auditorium seating. Mm-hmm. But I'm very excited about going onto a stage and seeing people in auditorium seating because that feels real yeah yeah right like that just you know what i mean like that just feels like a live show right like Mm -hmm. again like you know in the room that you're on alt conf the thing about that is it is just vast like vast and huge um and that was what you know we were excited to do our show there but unfortunately we had to move it um but that you know i remember walking in uh last year and it's just like a sea of people um, but I'm I'm personally more excited for me now to be in a venue like this because this feels more like what I was lo- hoping, what I was dream, what I've dreamed of, you know, mm. like a- an auditorium. Um, so we're re- I'm really really excited about that. I'm I'm also really excited about the fact that Stephen is the master of ceremonies this time. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to worry about it as much. I don't have to worry about it. All I've got to do is just show up for the part that I'm involved in and do my thing. But he is doing a great job, but that's that's really hard. 
it's really hard to plan a show for content that you won't know until it happens, like yeah. the day a day or two before. And that it was a lot of stress. I mean, you guys have got it this time because you're doing it on Monday. Well, that's normal um, for us. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and there are there. It depends on how you're doing it, right? Like if you're doing a regular show, which you will be doing, which is great. You should do that. Then it's one thing. But we at least have tried to do some like different stuff, right? Like to try and make it a little bit more variety, like because we're having more people involved, right? Um, that it can just it can be tricky, but uh, it's all in good hands, and I'm very very excited to do that show. Um, are you planning any trips this time? I know that we've both done this in the past, where like we've gone to campuses of companies or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I'm actively planning anything at this point. But if I somehow wound up at the uh, at the mothership, you know, the 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 spaceship, what is it officially? Apple Park. Apple is that Park. Right? Yeah, I was drawing a yeah. blank there. Uh, if I end up at Apple Park. I wouldn't complain, but um, but no, I don't. I don't have any trips planned at the moment. Are you going back to Facebook to play with the Oculus, or I guess you don't need to now because you have one, huh? I don't need to do that anymore. I got Facebooks in my office. Oh no, <laughs> get them out! Get, get them out. out of there! Take it all, It's taking all my data. Away. Uh, um, no, I um, I don't have any like because I've been to all the campuses that I wanted to go to now, mm-hmm. except Apple Park, right? Mm. So I'm planning to go to the visitor center. Uh, just because I want to, I want to go see it. I want to go to the visit center, go to the store, that kind of thing. Basically, what I did for when I went to see One Infinite Loop in 2016, like I'm gonna, I'm hoping and planning on doing the same thing at some point during the week, which is simple because it's like 15 minutes away, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not like some of the other places that I've been to in past years where you have to take the entire day to go and do it, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Like you just, you can just jump in a lift and you'll be there in 15 minutes, like. It, it, you know previously we've like hired cars because it's like our big whole day affair but we don't need to do any of that but yeah i am planning because now the visitor center is open um whilst of course it will be mega busy so i'll probably plan to go like during the daytime one day right when maybe when there's like some popular sessions on uh (laughs) to try and keep most of the the nerds away um and i'll just be a nerd that's not in the big nerd conference who's going there that sounds good. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. I'm looking forward to seeing you know, my family, like I'd said. But once I get there, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. Um, I expect that I'll be uh, walking up to Marco at, at Sopo or whatever it's called pretty much any time. Um, yep. And it's just nice to see everybody. I'm also looking forward to... I did this last year when I didn't know how it was going to go. And actually, I'm not entirely sure how it's going to go this year either. But I'm looking forward to doing a WWDC Run, which is uh, not sponsored in the traditional sense, but kind of organized, I guess a better word for it, by my buddy uh, Curtis Herbert of the Independent Podcast. And basically, it's just a bunch of us nerds who will go before sessions in the morning and run at the Guadalupe River Trail, if I'm not mistaken, um, and just do like a 5K in the morning. And I'm trying to make sure that I continue to keep exercise as part of my routine and in, in general, and I'm hopeful to be able to continue to do that uh, while I'm there as well. And, nice. and I did this. This is at www.dc.run is the web address, which is a wonderful mm-hmm. address. You can actually see a picture of me and underscore in the upper right there. Um, so, yeah, so it was really great to be able to do it. We don't go terribly quickly uh, and it isn't doesn't take a terribly long time to do it. So it worked out really nicely and hopefully we'll be doing that again. I'll be doing that again this year, which is fun. Uh, and just generally being in the sessions, uh, I plan to pop between layers and WWDC 
uh, Jesse was nice enough to uh, comp me a ticket to Layers, um, and so I'll be going to that uh, from time to time. Definitely yep. checking out the Layers snacks because the Layers snacks are tremendous. And even if the snacks weren't tremendous, the speaker lineup is very frustrating for Layers because pretty much all of them I want to see. And so I don't know when I'm going to have time for both conferences. It's going to be the best worst problem ever. Um, but we'll figure it out. Spoiled for choice. Yeah. Spoiled for choice. In sh- indeed. Are you going to layers if this year? I don't recall. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'll be popping in and out too. Excellent. Um, that should be good. Unfortunately, some of the, uh, the talks that I want to see conflict with my own live show, which is, a Oh show. no. Uh, <laughs> so maybe I'll just make everyone wait. Who knows? Um, I wanted to always put in the show notes. I think I did this last year. This was floating around. Um, it's a, it's a guide about food and drink from a guy named Brian Webster um, who works at, he lives in San Jose and works on Mac apps like in a, for a company called Fat Cat Software. Um, this was just shared around a bunch. Um, I actually don't really know who Brian is, but like he lives in San Jose and this kept getting shared around last year. It's very useful. It has lots of great information about being in San Jose. So I'm going to put that into the show notes. Um, if you are going to be in town, you can come by. And if you are going to be at WWDC and you do see either of us hanging around or in the street, please come and say hi. Collect yes. a high five, which are being dispensed liberally. Um, <laughs> I also very much like to take selfies of people. So uh, if you would like to do that, if if for any reason you're going to be there and you think, oh, I want to take a selfie with Mike, definitely ask me because I can guarantee you 100% of the time it's a yes because yep. uh, I like doing that. So Same hope here. to see you there. Um, and we should take a break because I have a lot of wedding stuff to talk about. Oh, good. Today's show is brought to you by Brilliant. Brilliant is a problem-solving website that teaches you to think like a scientist. They take huge concepts like gravity and rocket science and break them down into tiny, understandable, bite-sized chunks. But don't worry, you're not just going to be sitting through some super stuffy lectures here. With Brilliant, you'll be discovering the answers yourself with interactive puzzles and problem-solving courses. This is stuff you actually get to play with rather than just listen to. Brilliant presents every subject of clear thinking across each section, building up to an interesting conclusion. But if you get stuck with anything, they have a team of actual real scientists on hand to help you get back to your learning. Brilliant will help you stroke your curiosity and get inspired by the beauty of math and science. It really is one of the best pedagogies, pedagogies, pedagogies <laughs> available for understanding. I'm going to say, for example, whilst I don't know the pronunciation, they did teach me that the word pedagogies means a method and practice of teaching. See, we're all learning already, Hooray. kind of. Maybe we maybe need to tweak the, the pronunciation a bit, but... I at least can teach you what the word means. With Brilliant, you can develop your math and science toolkit by taking some awesome courses. And if you've been inspired by some of our previous discussions about attempting to learn computer science, boy, have they got you covered. They have courses on logic, which was something uh, that I really struggled with. They also have computer science fundamentals and even a course on understanding how to build algorithms. Brilliant has everything you need to help you expand your mind and learn something new. And better yet, everything is beautifully presented and designed, which I think actually can really help with learning. To learn more about Brilliant, just go to brilliant.org slash analog right now. And the first 500 people that do will get a 20% discount on a Brilliant annual premium subscription. And of course, it also helps support this show. That's brilliant.org slash analog to get 20% off a Brilliant annual premium subscription. Our thanks to Brilliant for their support of this show. 
one of the reasons I like Brilliant as a sponsor is that I say that word so much anyway uh, that Brilliant, it, it, uh, Brilliant, it fits with me nicely. Okay, <laughs> wedding update. Ta-da! Yesterday we paid for the food. Oh, so you're broke. Which is the single largest cost uh, that we will incur. Um, the food for like nearly 100 people is very expensive. It's food and drinks. Um, so don't worry, Casey. F- food and drinks okay, good. will be taken care of for you. Um, I think you're eating fish and chips. Uh, that which is, is correct. Which, naturally. Of course. Uh, so that's all taken care of. Um, and we have, we're now, we are now back in the daily emails schedule now. But now our daily <laughs> emails are with three separate people. Um, oh, neat. So we're basically it's two constant and then the third space is like a revolving right of like different people that we're working on uh doug just asked me is it going to be an open bar i I like that doug's asking that question um (laughs) no yes and no yes and no our plan is to put money behind the bar right like an amount of money but i'm I'm not going to pay for an entire open bar that's that's madness i don't like the uh, the uh, uncertainty of you don't trust me Mike? how much money that could be no i don't trust you um so we're <laughs> gonna put an amount of money behind the bar and we're gonna adjust it on the evening like the the the, the staff there are gonna let us know how it's going and then we can tell them if we want to increase or decrease the amount dependent on it we're pretty free and open with that which i like i like having that flexibility um but yeah that's all done we're currently exchanging emails with our venue coordinator and our wedding planner like on a daily basis right now working out seating plans and stuff like that we sent off the seating plan and everything over to the designer who's putting together our like seating plan chart we've we've actually hired a company to do this to make and print it oh my um, lord because it's like what they're doing i'm very excited about but I'm not going to say what it is yet, but I will share pictures of it when it's done because we're having something special made and I'm I'm very excited about it. Um, Adina has her ring now. She bought her oh, ring, which is good. Her ring was 10 times more expensive than my ring. As it usually is. That's that's about well, how this my, works. My, my ring was 30 pounds is the reason. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, li- I like to just throw that in there, but it kind of doesn't count because my ring was, it cost nothing. Uh, we have booked a dance lesson. Oh. Now, we are not going to bust out one of those viral video dance uh, No, routines, you heard it right? here first, everyone. You're going to see a viral video sometime yep. in the next few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason we did this is like our first dance is going to be very simple, but we just want to maybe just have one lesson. We're only having one like 90 minute lesson the week before the wedding, just as a way to just make sure that we've kind of like, just like from a very basic perspective, just the movement that we're going to do. Um, that's kind of what we're doing. And it's probably for the best, just so we're not like stepping on each other's feet constantly. Um, we also went and had uh, a meeting with the ceremony venue as well. Uh, we got to see it empty, which was great. We've actually not seen it empty. Uh, every We only went there one time, and when we did, it was like a open day, so it was full of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the emptiness was good because it meant it was quiet in there, and I got to understand what the acoustics were like um, because that was something that I was a little bit concerned about. But the acoustics in this building are incredible. So, yep. 
we're everything everything's shaping up everything is shaping up which is good because we're both about both me and Adina are going to start doing a bunch of traveling from from now so getting a lot of this stuff taken care of like we're actually traveling at different times so we're not going to be uh together for a bit so um it, it makes sense that we just try and get a lot of this stuff sorted now so we don't have to worry about it too much during like WWDC or something mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I know that the wedding is sometime after WWDC, and that makes <laughs> yeah, me excited. I know, again, look, I know I'm super, been super cagey about this, and it's just because, just because. Uh, but a lot of this stuff is going to become a lot more clear after WWDC, like not too long. Like you know, the, there is going to be a period of time where I'm going to say, "Hey, everyone, goodbye," and then that's that, <laughs> and I'm gone for a month. Um, so, you know, it, it will all become clear soon, I think, because it can only be for so long, right? Because I, I don't want to just disappear into the sure. night because I, from the, like the week before the wedding, I'm going to be gone until like the end of that month, right? So we're gone for basically an entire month or well, I am. So yeah. And I'm not just going to disappear into the good night. I will make it all clear at that point. <laughs> right, exactly. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, all I will say is that th- that WWDC is the final obvious hurdle in our lives before your yes. wedding. Does that make sense? That's true. So, that is um, very true. Yeah, that's why that that's like this feels like a hurdle that I just have to get over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then it's in then it's into wedding season purely because there's nothing else. <laughs> exactly but uh no this is this sounding really good you sent me a really lovely picture from the venue um mm-hmm. from uh, Wem- wembley stadium and it looks it looks delightful i am really looking forward to all the green suited men and women uh with what was it shape-shifting suits or something you're like the that. only person keeping this alive I know. at this point i know it's all right though more deep cuts <laughs> this really is the advertising for relay episode you're welcome michael you are welcome but uh any other wedding thoughts um no i don't think so anything going on with you in this segment that you want to talk about uh still married so that's good oh that's good was <laughs> was that was that something that was at risk no 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 just uh i, I guess know. it always it's wedding related you, though i mean yeah. let's be honest well that's true i mean it's a miracle that aaron has stayed with me for 10 minutes let alone 10 years so there is that but uh but no uh nothing 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 interesting to report in that department kids are same old stuff in the good way so all is all is well. Why don't you tell me about something else that's that's wonderful, excellent, and yeah, generally well? We need to talk about the second biggest wedding in this country that's happening this year, mm-hmm. right? I think that would be good. All right, today's show is also brought to you in part by our friends at Linode. With Linode, you'll have access to a suite of powerful hosting options with prices starting at just $5 a month, and then you'll be up and running with your own virtual server in the Linode cloud in under a minute. Linode offer industry-leading performance with native SSD storage, a 40-gigabit network, and Intel E5 processors. Basically, that's the most powerful stuff you can get. They pack all of their 10 data centers that are spread across the world with super powerful stuff, meaning that you can serve your customers even quicker than ever before. They have an API that allows you to easily automate tasks and develop custom applications in the cloud, and everything is manageable via the command line. All of Linode's pricing tiers feature hourly billing with a monthly cap on all plans and add-on services like backups and no balances. 
Lenovo's pricing options are also really, really great. They have a whole suite of RAM available, like your, your virtual servers. You choose the amount of RAM that you want that you pay on a monthly basis. Their plans start at $5 a month where you can get yourself one gigabyte of RAM, and then they have many tiers that go up, and they even have high memory plans that start at 16 gigabytes of RAM, which is an awful lot on a virtual server, I am led to believe. As a listener of this show, if you sign up at linocom slash analog, you'll not only be supporting the show, you'll also get yourself $20 towards any Leno plan, and if you do some back-in-the-mouth envelope, you will have worked out, shrewd listener, that on the uh, one gigabyte of RAM plan, that $20 credit will get you four free months. And how great a start is that? And they also have a seven-day money-back guarantee as well, so there's nothing to lose. Go to lino.com slash analog. That's L-I-N-O-D-E dot com slash analog, where you can learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. See that? I was trying to wake you up there in case you tuned out. I've got to do that every now and then. Got to give it a little shout. Or use the promo code analog2018 at checkout. Our thanks to Lino for their support of this show. So there was another wedding that happened that, uh, that nobody really cares about, right? No, nah, man. In all seriousness, big day for me. Yeah, I hear you. It was, it, it started at noon your time. Is that right? Something like that. I mean, like a lot of the kind of like the people walking in. So we're talking about the uh, the royal wedding of, uh, is it the Duke and Duchess of Sussex? I believe that's right. Um, who are more colloquially known as uh, Prince Harry and Ms. Meghan Markle, as she was being referred to beforehand, which I always just thought, just to be really funny, like that they they gave her like this like official sounding way of saying it, like Ms. Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. It just it always really made me laugh that they didn't just refer to her as Meghan Markle. It was always Ms. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so they are now the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, which I like that title a lot. Uh, it just sounds very nice. Um, but yeah, they they were married in it wasn't in London. Um, it was in a, in a town uh, called Westminster. Uh, no. It's a town called Windsor. Westminster is in London. It's another lovely say, place. Because I've town been. Called Windsor. Yeah, I've been to Windsor Castle, and it's beautiful. Have you? Yes. Look at you. I've only been to Legoland, which is in Windsor. <laughs> wow. What? It is. How? I, see, this is what I don't understand. So I have seen between you and Jeremy and, and your friend, who I'm now claiming is mine, uh, Matthew, I have seen uh-huh. so many um, beautiful pictures of of that entire island at one point i think it was jeremy was in wales and i and i said oh my god the uk or no i said england is is not real and he corrected me and said well i'm not in england i'm in wales but be that as it may um that whole island it's not real like it's not real life it it can't be you have castles in the middle of like modern cities you have i don't know railways yeah, you understand, that work. right like that that's why i don't necessarily go to a place like windsor because yes it's a castle but like I have lived near a castle for my entire life. That's so the Tower of London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, like, just the idea of a castle is this. I mean, Windsor is a place that it's like, it's one of those places where, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'll go there one day, right? Like, there, everybody has these places in their town where it's like, oh, you know, I will go there at some point. And, and I haven't been yet. So, it's like, you know, I'm sure that many towns of friends that I go to, you end up going to places that, you would never go to on your own and Windsor's one of those. But yeah, they got married in Windsor, um, in uh chapel there, and obviously then they did the whole thing in Windsor Castle. And it was incredible. I cried. I was crying so much, yeah. Casey. Yeah, it was really bad. Because it was like a mix of things. Like I don't ne- I'm not I'm not necessarily like proud of my country. 
right? Like I don't necessarily have a lot of that like national pride type thing. But at times like this, like stuff to do with the royal family can really get to me because this is what makes us truly different. Um, And I think that a lot of, not everything, but a lot of what the royal family are about, I think is a nice thing about Britain. And there are a lot of problems with it. And I think it's changing, which I'm happy about, right? Like I'm I'm happy to see somebody who's not white in in our like immediate royal family right now, because that is a thing that's not happened. Uh, And I like that. And this is, again, another reason why I was like, crying so much i was proud of my country that this thing was happening um i was you know it it got to me because it was like a mix of cultures between the u.s and america i loved all of the little touches that they had that that modernized this ceremony uh, by having like choirs who were singing like not hymns right Mm -hmm. like they like stand by me and stuff right and so all of that stuff was great and and you know i i do love all this stuff and it gets to me and then obviously i was like thinking about my big day mm-hmm. right like that kept coming into my mind like basically what got me is the moment that i started to 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 get a little choked up when megan is driving in when she got out and walks into the church and she's on her own i'm gone man I, i'm like crying to the point where my body was shaking it was like that Aww. kind of thing it was just it just got me it because it was so it was like visually such an amazing and beautiful thing of her walking down the aisle on her own like it was this powerful strong thing and yeah the whole thing was was amazing like i i really really loved it um i actually think i said uh, as being correct i said bringing together the cultures of the us and america uh you guys do that yourselves more than enough i meant the uk uh and the usa obviously i didn't even hear it so i filled in what i think you meant did you did you watch the ceremony yeah did you watch any of it yeah so we woke up aaron and i uh saturday morning and i think aaron's eyes were open for about 15 seconds and then she said "Ooh, turn on the tv please so i can watch the wedding and aaron has always Mm -hmm. been enamored with with royal events like she doesn't pay any attention to the royal family outside of these big things like you know when, mine is uh, mostly the events right like yeah my, my my kind of fascination is mostly exactly to the events so it's the same story and she was pretty well riveted the entire morning and not to say that i wasn't interested i thought it was very well done i i enjoyed it uh you and i were exchanging either slack or uh text messages during that time uh especially uh when the american uh preacher pastor i always get the term wrong and i'm sorry about that but the american clergy person he was amazing yeah when oh he was God, up he was it, incredible it was such a stark contrast from everything stereotypical about britain uh, and he it was, went on a little too long uh, yeah like, i really yeah. liked uh what he was saying like i loved all the stuff about love but it went on a little bit longer than i think it should have yeah um but aside but like it was really amazing to see uh, he, the guy's name is Michael Curry. Um, that the name was the the preacher, the the, the American preacher uh, who came in. Um, he is the twenty seventh presiding bishop and primate of the Episcopal Church, um, and I loved that it was like an actual 
message that people could take away no matter what their religious like affiliation which i really enjoyed but yeah it was funny it went on a bit too long i really enjoyed people exchanging glances at each other yeah right like it could, there was just a few moments where they would like be panning the camera around and there'd be like some people were laughing a little bit like mostly americans it seemed like uh and there were a lot of people were just like oh, he's really like he's kind of like giving like awkward side eye to each other which was brilliant um i loved that he was i loved the whole thing of this very american style of uh church sermon mm-hmm. in a british yeah, yeah yeah chapel like that mix like he was standing at this table which was not meant for his ipad right but he put it there anyway yeah but like, it, that table was never built to hold something like an ipad and like and he's like banging on it a little bit and like the candlesticks are shaking because that doesn't happen <laughs> right like right. nobody does that in the, in right, the right, right. everything is a lot more reserved so i really like that that was like a that was a fun moment for me i, I enjoyed watching that mix up i have a fun thing to tell you so the wedding cake was made by uh, a bakery called violet cakes okay we actually had planned to use them for our cake, but went in another direction. Interesting. So, you know, you're welcome. You can touch this <laughs> Sussex. You can have our our uh, our reject. The Violet cake's incredible. I I bought Adina like she loves this place, which is why we were going to do it. Um, and then when we found our biscuit cake, right? We I that was something that I really really cared about. So. She very graciously allowed me to have the cake that that, that I wanted the most. Um, and then for Adina's 30th birthday, I bought her a cake from, from that bakery. And it is an amazing place. But, like, their cakes, as you will have seen, like, they are more about flavor. And I think that for a wedding cake, maybe you want to go for something a little bit more design. Right? Like, they've mm-hmm. got a fun design to it. So we've gone for the quirky design biscuit cake um instead and but uh it was really funny to me to see that they were going with violet cakes because we we were going to use them and decided not to so you know you're welcome i do think to myself like i wonder if that would have been a problem for us probably not but like my expectation would be that even though we're months later her like bookings are going to go through the roof yeah fair point now mm-hmm. and like we may have ended up being bumped in some way because maybe she started to get she will start to get like really high profile clients yeah and we wouldn't have paid that much you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so i in a way like i think we may have dodged something which could have ended up being a problem for us and i'm sure they're professionals and stuff but like it feels like it would add some risk uh to in there but um we'll we'll you know we've spoken about we may still do this and bringing in a cake from them that's just like already pre-made or whatever like not a wedding cake as well but we'll see so uh a a quick tidbit about this a little bit of like fun trivia of of the same vein i think we spoke on this very program about how a woman that that used to live down the road from my parents um was going and had gone to like all these events and slept on the streets for a few days by design like that was just kind of her routine that's what she did blah 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 well she went and so i didn't hear much about it however I was doing my Amazon um, Lady in a Tube, the Ahoy Telephone uh, daily briefing the following morning. Mm -hmm. This was Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. 
And they, of course, covered the royal wedding. And I'm listening to them give like very, very brief, not even interviews, but like, you know, little quotes and things from people that were just there to watch. And one of one of them is American. And I think to myself, wow, that sounds a lot like Mrs. Werner. And sure enough, they they identify her as my parents friend. So this was the Reuters. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. The Reuters daily briefing on the Amazon lady in a tube actually featured that same woman we were talking about last episode. That is incredible. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's that's really wild. Mm -hmm. So did she have a big thing? Like were they talking to her for a bit? No, it was it was, like it was super thing? short. It was it was very very short. But it was it was funny because I'm like, wow, that really sounds like Mrs. Werner. And sure enough, they say, oh, Donna from Connecticut or something like that. I forget exactly what the, what was said, but I was like, oh my god, <laughs> who knew? So it just it struck me as really funny. I thought it was hilarious that that here it is that she made the Reuters TV. You know, well, it's not. I don't know why they call it Reuters TV because it's all audio. But anyways, she made the Reuters TV, if huh. you will, like daily briefing, which for about the royal wedding. So presumably, anyone in America. America, if not worldwide, heard her during their daily briefing. And to tie everything back together with a disgusting, sloppy yellow bow. Um, oh, stop George it, sent you. into us. George sent into us a link that Velveeta created a royal wedding mac and cheese. It's called mm. Crowns and Cheese. They, it was like a special box that they did. Um, that they were like it was a publicity stunt, so it was limited edition. You can't buy it anymore, and they were auction- they were like giving it away like a raffle thing. But it was like this big gold foil box, and it had Velveeta uh, cheese with crown shaped pasta. Um, so not even shells, right? You don't even get in right. shells. It's like more like the kids spaghetti type dealio you know um and a gold plate gold uh plated spoon as well um so yeah of course they were doing that because hashtag hashtag brands well and the right? the website is royally treat yourself.com i'm a little disappointed it's it's treat yourself not treat yourself but be that as it may uh i did sign up to to purchase one of these i was not did select- you? oh absolutely i did of course but uh did. but incredible. i was not selected unfortunately so i did not purchase one or or i don't know if oh, it was purchase or, or like you said just a raffle or whatever but anyway i tried and uh it did not work but it was worth a shot in all seriousness, I should probably get some Velveeta in WWDC. Yeah, it's delicious. Because I really like our queso thing, right? And mm-hmm. we can't do it. I like it with the Velveeta. Plus, I need to go to a Trader Joe's anyway. Because there's this one of remember one of my birthday presents. Nadina bought me the Everything Bagel. Oh, like, yes, 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 thing. yes. I'm out of it. And, oh, uh, no. I love it so much. And there is actually a few Trader Joe's close um to to san jose so i might go to one and pick up a couple of uh, jars of that and i don't know if they sell velvet there i have no idea no. But maybe i'll get a block or something and it will be inspected by tsa because i think it's plastic explosives again yeah that's so probably true all right what uh what is awesome these days also awesome these days is Pingdom. Pingdom is the company who offer uptime monitoring and web performance management. The reason Pingdom are awesome is because they help keep your sites and the sites that you love online. They will monitor your site so you don't have to. You don't have to keep checking. Oh, is my website up? Is my website up? No one wants to do that. That's a terrible idea. But you want to know. You want to know if something's going wrong. And Pingdom will monitor all of this stuff for you and give you real-time feedback so you'll know exactly what's going on at all times. Because things break on the internet all the time. Pingdom detects 13 million outages 
a month. So regardless of the size of website that you have, regardless of what it's there for, if you've put something on the internet, you want it to stay up. You want it to be available to people. You don't want to get a tweet or an email to say that your website is down. And that's why you need Pingdom. Because if something goes wrong, Pingdom will get, you will be the first to know. They will contact you and you will know immediately. We actually had this just yesterday. Some AWS uh, issues were occurring and Pingdom let us know the website was down. Now, unfortunately, in those situations, sometimes it's nothing we can do, but at least we knew. <laughs> at least we knew. Mm-hmm. All Pingdom needs is the URL that you want to monitor and they'll take care of the rest. So go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now and you'll get a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. Then when you sign up, use the code analog and you'll get a massive 30% off your first invoice at checkout. That is uh, pingdom.com slash RelayFM. You get a 14-day free trial and then use the code analog at checkout to get a massive 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom for their support of this show at Relay FM. Hooray! Uh, Taylor asks for Relay Your Fuels. Assuming you couldn't fly, how do you think your friendship would fare on a road trip from Richmond to WWDC and back? What would you do to pass the time? How many hours are we talking here, Casey? So it is not a direct comparison, but the world record time to go from New York to LA, which is not too dissimilar from what we're talking about is something like 30 hours. And that was basically driving nonstop at illegal speeds. So to do this reasonably would be between, I would say three and five days by car. Let me find out Google maps, San Jose, it would take 932 hours to walk. <laughs> we probably wouldn't do that. To drive, looking at 43 hours. And that I think that's straight. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. we're looking at like three or four days, right? Well, you mean a 40-hour work week if you're American and actually work a lot. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those 43 hours must be including stops. No, 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 no. No, that's it. <gasps> that's 43 hours of just driving. It's a big so we'd country. Be work, we're going for like a week and a half, right? Well, so it would be presumably a week of driving. We would be a week there, and then a week. Right, of driving but think down. about it, Casey. This is all you. Oh God, yeah, you're right. right? Oh no. So, like, it's how much oh, driving no. can you do in a day? Oh, that's true. Oh There's my word. There's a bunch word. of construction happening on our route, so we better get going. Man. Yeah, seriously. I, 81. Man. What are we looking Not at? Looking like good. close to two weeks, probably. Yeah. At, at that point. I, I don't know. It's funny because uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if our friendship would survive that. <laughs> Just because it's in the car the whole time, yeah. Right, like I could spend two weeks with you, easy. But not just me and you in a car for two weeks. Well, you That's would be much. you would be playing Zelda or other Switch games the entire time, and I would be driving and driving. No, because I wouldn't be able to do that. It's unfair. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, I think I I'd think have we could at make least it. find ways to entertain you. <laughs> I think we could make it, but I think we would definitely need a long break from each other once Ooh, we arrive. Yeah, like six years. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't I don't know, know man. Do. I feel like I feel like we'd get into a big fight at some point. I don't know why. I don't know, maybe. But I think what we would do is, you know, what, what would save the relationship is we would get to the point where one of us is about to snap, and then we'll just find a podcast. Maybe, maybe that would be the time that I that you force me to listen to Mabim Bam, and that's what we would do for forty hours. Oh yeah, we'd have the greatest time. See now you're in. Now you're back Four hundred episode back catalog, <laughs> which I haven't obviously had the time to do. And we could we could do it. You'd be talking about blazing it and and like all that kind of stuff. It'd be great. Yeah, that's that would be fine. We'd be totally fine. <laughs> and the adventure zone, we could probably do all of it. There you go. So, Just like that, I've saved I've saved our we'll friendship. Do. 
Would would that not be the best YouTube stunt though? Like I'm kind of serious. Can you imagine how amazing that stunt if would be? If we found enough interesting stuff to like to film along the way, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be a pretty good vlog. Oh, I would do it in a heartbeat. But like w- it it would take us a long time because we'd have to like for it to be entertaining, we would have to be stopping off in a bunch of places, right? Because you can't just do two yeah. weeks of footage from a car. Sure. But I'd, I would do it, though. I would absolutely do it. Like, family stuff be darned, because obviously I, I wouldn't be able to because I'm not going to leave Aaron stranded, what, but I would do it. If we could hire an RV <laughs> and we pick up one more person so it's not just all one person driving. What we should do is actually we should take the entire list family and you and Adina in one RV. Oh, you will, you will never end up having children ever. Yeah, I think the family... <laughs> I, I love your family, but like... I can't even imagine being with my own family in that <laughs> environment. I, I'm thinking like we maybe it's me and you and someone else so we can rotate the driving around and I'll do all the filming and editing of the vlog and then we do a two-week trip across mm-hmm. coast to coast. I love it. Who wants to kickstart that? Oh, Kickstarter.com don't even, don't slash WWDCRV. Oh, that's oh, what it's called as well. It's so good. It's so Whoa. good. Casey, we stumbled into something. Oh, no, Thank you, Taylor. Oh, no. We stumbled into a money-making idea. There we go. Oh, what is we happening? Obviously, can't do it this year, but uh, WWDCRV coming soon to a YouTube channel near you. What is happening? Dibs, by the way, my channel. Uh, Matt asks, the PC looks like it's coming together great. How much unrequested and unsolicited advice have you gotten since building, uh, since posting your build pictures? Generally, how do you deal with, with unrequested advice? This is your gaming PC. You have left us for the dark side again. You already left the Mac mm. for the iPad. Then you left the iPad for the PC. So uh, you built yourself a gaming PC and you're presumably getting a bunch of people telling you how wrong you are about everything. Honestly, not really. Oh, good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The people that would typically want to do that are the people that really know, right? Like, they really know this stuff. And I think what's going on is a lot of these people have wanted me to build a gaming PC for so long that they don't want to scare me away. (laughs) And also, as well, the other thing is my parts list was picked for me by someone who really knows what they're doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So like my parts are good because of that. Like if I picked these parts on my own, it would have been a nightmare. But my parts were all picked good. And also I haven't posted a lot of pictures because I know people are going to get on me about my cable management. But like it's not done yet. I I haven't finished yet. There's still stuff that I need to do. So like I haven't got into the cable management stage. Um, I don't know if you've heard me say this yet, but I'm going to say it to you anyway. I just think it will hurt you. this computer I have more affection for than like any computer I've used, like PC, in maybe the last three or four years. Yes, maybe longer. I heard you say this. I love it so uh. much, even though, I mean, it drives me crazy. Like last night, last so I bought an Oculus Rift as well. This is another new development. I've gone, I've dived in. I, I've been wanting to do this for like a year, so I've just gone headfirst into this thing. So I got an Oculus Rift. Then I found out that I didn't have enough HDMI cables in my graphics card, it only has one HDMI output, which I was using for my monitor, but the Oculus Rift needs it. So then I had to buy a cable to put my monitor into DVI, so then I could use the Rift, right? And then I installed all the Rift software, and that took like two hours to get it all set up properly, because I was having a bunch of problems with drivers, 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 drivers. And then, after getting everything set up, my computer wouldn't connect to Wi-Fi anymore, well, it would connect to my 2 gigahertz network, but not my 5 gigahertz network. Lovely. So then I had to, like, reinstall a bunch of drivers again. That didn't do it. 
So what I ended up doing is I have like an external Wi-Fi card because I was a dummy oh, and didn't God. get the motherboard that has a Wi-Fi. It's not external, it's internal, but it's a, it's a PCI card for my uh, Wi-Fi, right? Because I was a dummy and I wasn't paying attention uh, and I ended up getting the motherboard that doesn't include Wi-Fi chip. So I bought uh, uh, an Asus PCI Express Wi-Fi card and it has a bunch of air, like antennas on the back that you screw in and it just stays on the back. And I think what had happened is I'd put so much stuff in. This is the only thing I can assume. So many cables are now in there that it was obstructing the connection that the antennas could get because it also comes with this thing where you can screw these little cables on and you get this little like magnetic disc that you can then screw the antennas onto and stick oh, it onto the side, right, by magnets. And when I did that, it worked. It could connect to the 5 Gigahertz network again, so I think it just couldn't pick it up for whatever reason. But like this is the stuff that's going on. But as much as it frustrates me, I am also the one fixing it. So, like, there is this element of, like, being involved and getting my hands dirty with this computer that I don't usually get. And whilst it's frustrating at times, I end up coming out on top with it most, like, basically every single time. Like, I work it out. There's something kind of nice about that because I don't have anything else in my life that is like that. Like, if I have a frustration with something that Apple does, it is very unlikely that I can actually do anything about it. Right. Most of the time, I kind of just have to accept it. Like, this is how it is. But with my Windows PC, by and large, I can do something to improve the situation. There are a lot of things that I can't improve. You have to kind of let go of, like just general software quality. But I'm not using it for that stuff. Right. Right. Like, I don't need a replacement for Audio Hijack because I don't record podcasts on that machine and I'm not going to. But, like, so it is pretty purpose built for me, but I love it. I haven't got a name for it yet, though. And I want a name for my computer. Um, And my, see, this is what I'm talking about, right? This is what I'm complaining about. My HomePod just started playing music. It did? Yeah. Why is it doing that? It's playing, it is playing, um, what is that song? Remember, on and on. September by Earth, Wind and Fire. It's playing that. And I don't know why. I don't know why it's playing that. So I'm going to have to just stop this now. Hey, stop. Hey, Siri. Stop. (laughs) We're leaving this in, by the way. This is so staying in. Oh, maybe it's not Siri. Stop. Sorry, Siri. Oh, it, it was, was my echo. Really? Mm. See what I did there? Because I heard music, I just ascribed it to the yeah, yeah. Uh, to the HomePod because I figured the HomePod screwed up. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was the echo that screwed up. Mm. So I apologized to my HomePod and I apologized to Apple and now I'm going to go rip all of my echoes out of the wall and throw them into the trash. <laughs> just right in the Thames. Commit an act of seppuku. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I... <laughs> Love my gaming PC, but I need a name for it. I'm not pushing it, but I need a name for it. Also, by the way, I'm going to cover it in stickers. Uh, Next question comes from Richard. Richard says, I'm taking my first international overseas flight in August. What advice do you have to make the journey go smoothly and comfortably? So, okay, comfortably. I just have a tip for that. 
do what if you have it in your power to make your seating arrangements more comfortable do that if you're able to pay a little bit extra to get an extra legroom seat or an exit row seat do that if you're able to pay a little extra to maybe bump up to something like a premium economy do that those are practical comfort things that will make your overseas flight more comfortable um, if you can't do that, there are many other things that you can do, like uh, get yourself a neck pillow for show. Because <laughs> if you want to sleep sitting up straight, it is basically impossible to do without one. Um, so I would recommend that. I recommend that anyway, just for general comfort stuff. Make sure that you're doing stretches and you're getting up and walking around every little while if you can. At least make sure that you're doing stretches in your seat at the very least. Make sure that you have a device, preferably an iPad, full of videos. Do not ever trust the in-flight entertainment system. That is my top tip because two things. One, so, one, sometimes it just never works. And two, sometimes you're looking at the postage stamp on the back of the seat in front of you. So fill a device, any device that has a good screen on it, anything, with movies, with TV shows, you know, like Netflix and Amazon allow you to download stuff now to the device. Do that. Get YouTube Red if you can get it. Download a bunch of YouTube videos. Download some stuff from iTunes. More than you're ever going to need. Put games on any device that you can put games on. Br uh, bring a Kindle with a bunch of books on it. My way of making my flights go smoothly, and I take Atlantic flights maybe out like 15 to 20 times a year now, right? Like backwards and forwards, right? Like each individual flight. And I can make a 10-hour flight feel mostly comfortable by doing stuff like that. this. Just find as many things as possible to distract you and it will go okay. Yeah, I echo all of that, which is not surprising because you have a lot more experience than me. The other thing I will say, which I think I've said on the show before, I, I take a page from Erin's playbook she convinced me to do this, and I think she's dead right. Once you arrive at your destination, do not compute the time it is at home unless you absolutely have to. Do not think to yourself, yeah, oh, I should be able to that. stay up. I should be able to stay up. It's only 4 in the afternoon at home. Or, wow, I should be tired. It's 4 a.m. at home. Don't do any of that unless you're about to like call somebody or something like that. Just don't even think about any other time zone. That is the only time that GMT becomes the one true time zone is if you're in GMT and then you just embrace it. Oh God, of course I've walked right I'm into in that. BST. I walked right into it. I deserve it. Well, anyway, the point is, um, whatever time you're in, just embrace it. Don't compute any other times unless you absolutely have to. And additionally, stay up as late as you possibly can that first night. This is particularly bad uh, going eastbound, if I remember mm -hmm. right. Uh, stay up as late as you can that first night. Just whatever it takes, stay up. Or maybe it's westbound. It doesn't matter. Whichever direction it is, doesn't matter. Stay up as late as you can. So, yeah, like, really, that is so important. Because, look, you're going to be screwed the next day no matter what, but you'll be way less screwed if you can try and stay up. Yeah, like, the, it's difficult, but, yeah. Yeah, try. the power nap, don't don't fall into that trap. It's it's the Medusa of naps, the the power nap post-transatlantic flight. It, it Don't do it. Don't do it. Just stay up. You can do it. You can stay. You can you can make it until the nighttime. Stay up, and you'll be happy. In other news, Mike, I will be in your sweet, sweet embrace in just a couple of weeks. Loving embrace. Mm -hmm. I am excited. Not even. It's not even that, is it? Or is it? It's like a week and a half. Now. Well, no, it's it's two weeks. Yesterday, 
Uh, well, no, I guess Sunday, strictly speaking. So two weeks, two days ago. So it's a uh, week and a half then. It's 12 days, right? A week and a half. All right. It's a week and a half, basically. Uh, I'm not basically. sure I agree, but I'll go with it. But anyway. A week and a half, basically. I will, I will, it was that a, is that a half week then? See, now no. it's an analog deep cut. Now it, we've come full circle. Goodbye, everybody. No, because you refuse to understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. All right. Goodbye, everybody.